ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय नारायण नमस्कृत नरम चरोत्तम देवी सरस्वती व्यास तथय मुदीर नष्टप्रायश भद्रेशो निगवत सेवया भगवती उत्तम श्लोके भक्तिर्भवती नैष्ठिके रीडिंग फ्रॉम श्रीमद् भागवतम कैंटो फोर चैप्टर फोर चैप्टर फोर इज एंटाइटल्ड सती क्विट्स हर बॉडी टेक्स्ट नंबर एट सौदर्या संप्रश्न समर्थ वार्तया सौदर्य संप्रश्न समर्थ वार्तया सौदर्य संप्रश्न समर्थ वार्तया दत्तापर्याम वरम आसनम च दत्तां सपर्याम वरमासनम च दत्तां सपर्याम वरमासनम च नादत्त पित्रा अप्रतिनंदिता सती नादत्त पित्रा प्रतिनंदिता सती नादत्त पित्रा प्रतिनंदिता सती सौदर्य संप्रश्न समर्थ वार्तया मतृश्वसृभिश्चरम दत्तां सपर्याम वरमासनम च सात्तपिता प्रतिनंदिता सती सौदर्या ऑफर सिस्टर्स संप्रश्न विद द ग्रीटिंग्स समर्थ प्रॉपर वार्तया टाइडिंग्स मात्रा बाय हर मदर च एंड 
मातृस्वृभि बाय हर आंट्स एंड स आदरम अलॉन्ग विथ रेस्पेक्ट लता विच वॉज ऑफर्ड सपरियाम वर्शिप एडोरेशन वरम प्रजेंस आसनम ए सीट च एंड सा शी सती न आदत्त डिड नॉट एक्सेप्ट पिता बाय हर फादर अप्रतिनंदिता नॉट बीइंग वेलकम्ड सती सती ट्रांसलेशन एंड परपोर्ट बाय इज डिवाइन ग्रेस ए सी भक्ति वेदांत स्वामी प्रोपाद translation although she was received by her sisters and mother she did not reply to their words of reception and although she was offered a seat and presents she did not accept anything for her father neither talked with her nor welcomed her by asking about her welfare translation with repetition although she was received by her sisters and mother she did not reply to their words of reception and although she was offered a seat and presents she did not accept anything for her father neither talked with her nor welcomed her by asking about her welfare purport by shrila prabhupad sati did not accept the greetings offered by her sisters and mother for she was not at all satisfied by her father's silence sati was the youngest child of daksha and she knew that she was his pet but now because of her association with lord shiva daksha forgot all his affection for his daughter and this very much aggrieved her the material bodily conception is so polluted that even upon slight provocation all our relationships of love and affection are nullified bodily relationships is so transient that even though one is affectionate towards someone in a bodily relationship a slight provocation terminates this intimacy that ends the bhakti vidanta purport so this is a very interesting chapter uh, that helps us understand that even among vaishnavas even in vaishnava dealings also there is a consideration of uh time place circumstances circumstances could be that in our devotional service we have to deal with relationships material relationships and that is a reality it is not something we can completely ignore or neglect because 
the consequences are very serious just like here the title of the chapter says sati quits her body so what circumstances led sati to give up her body very serious uh, <clears throat> so the description is given in quite some detail that sati has come to her father's house even though lord shiva had warned her not to go knowing very well shiva could foresee uh, that uh, sati would not be received properly by her father because sati's father had some uh, strong dislike towards shiva specifically towards shiva's behavior towards shiva's way of dressing way of conducting himself externally in the society uh, daksha belonged to an aristocratic society so in the aristocratic society uh, daksha thinks shiva has spoiled my name what will others think that uh, daksha has married his daughter to some uh, person who doesn't uh, have uh, uh, civic behavior proper civic behavior he does not dress himself properly he does not uh, properly greet others especially daksha felt offended that he did not greet me properly even though he is my son in law he didn't even stand up when i entered the assembly the least he could do even that he did not do so daksha is very much uh, strongly developed a a a dislike for shiva so much so that when sati has taken the trouble to come to daksha's house and daksha is not receiving her at all he is silent he did not welcome her he did not ask about her welfare even though sati's mother and sisters uh received her very nicely properly respectfully with affection befitting her position still she did not accept the greetings then her uh aunts offered her a seat and presents she did not accept she was aggrieved that she was not received by her father properly and that mattered to her uh, now it's explained by shrila prabhupad very nicely that uh, sati knew that she was her father's pet child because she was the youngest and because of her association with shiva daksha completely forgot 
all his affection for his daughter. So, Prabhupada explains, uh, the material bodily conception is so polluted that even upon slight provocation, all our relationships of love and affection are nullified. Many times Srila uh, Prabhupada explains this bodily conception. Yasyatma buddhi kunape tridhatuke. Atma buddhi. Dehatma buddhi. It's called dehatma buddhi. Considering the body as the real self, uh, the whole life somebody may spend based on this conception and act and think and conduct oneself based on the body. Only care for this body. Decorate the body, clothe the body, feed the body and then do something to uh, give, uh, to earn for this body some respect, respectability in society, some position, some honor and of course nice comforts. All this simply based on a complete wrong understanding of the self. Dehatma buddhi. Now, what is very serious is, based on this bodily conception, one even develops very serious relationship. Of course, uh, by birth itself, some relationships are already there, present. Relationship with father, mother, sisters, brother, they are already there. And even the other relationships, aunt, uncle, uh, nephew, cousin, all kinds of uh, relationships due to birth in a particular family. In addition to that, one develops some friendship, one develops some uh, uh, official relationship, mm? so many other relationships. So all these are based simply on the bodily conception of the self, Dehatma Buddhi. So here it is said, the material bodily conception is so polluted, it is completely polluted. Polluted with what? The gunas. The pollution is due to the effect of the effect of the gunas. So exactly according to the gunas, the behavior, the actions, the perception, everything is based on these gunas in the bodily conception. So what happens that the relationship, especially if it is a relationship of love and affection based on the bodily connection, then that relationship can be disrupted, nullified, broken, completely forgotten based on some provocation. 
just like here daksha of course has got lot of love and affection for his youngest daughter sati no doubt about it but then that relationship is uh completely forgotten by daksha because sati married shiva not only because she married shiva because she married shiva whose behavior was not acceptable to daksha by whose behavior daksha was offended in public not just offended offended in public in front of so many governors of the universe in front of them daksha was insulted by shiva so <clears throat> uh daksha was so offended he completely nullified his relation you're not my daughter he's behaving in such a way when sati has reached the father's place father is behaving towards the daughter you're not my daughter in so sati also felt very much aggrieved she went to uh, the uh, uh, father's house because he is my father i am his pet daughter pet child and now upon reaching here she is seeing he is completely uh, cut off his relationship he refuses to even talk to her so she is very much aggrieved by this behavior of daksha but as will be evident later sati is a devotee sati is a devotee so her grief is not because father did not receive her properly her grief is that father did not receive her properly because of his misunderstanding about the personality of shiva the exalted devotee the pure devotee the perfect devotee the spotless devotee about him daksha has completely misunderstood so uh, it will be explained of course a lot more details are there but in this verse propal is explaining try to understand that this bodily conception is actually a polluted conception and relationships based on this bodily conception are transient bodily relationships are transient transient means they are very 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 temporary shrila prabhupada explained this very nicely in manpurpoti in the bhagavad gita krishna describes uh, 20 items of knowledge in the gita so one of the items of knowledge that krishna describes anavishvanga putradar bhavanshu 
one of the items of Nanishwangaha. Without association for Putradhar Bhavanishu, son, wife, home. So the author translates that as non-attachment to children, wife, home, and the rest. For somebody who is serious about spiritual life, should not be attached to children, wife, home, and the rest. Now, what does this mean? For devotees who are especially living in a family. Prabhupada explains very nicely in the purport. As for detachment from children, wife, and home, it is not meant that one should have no feeling for these. The very first sentence is very important. It doesn't mean one should have no feeling for family members. They are natural objects of affection and sorry, they are natural objects of affection, but when they are not favorable to spiritual progress, then one should not be attached to them. Then Prabhupada says the best process for making the home pleasant is Krishna consciousness. If one is in full Krishna consciousness, he can make his home very happy because this process of Krishna consciousness is very easy. One need only chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Accept the remnants of foodstuffs of Krishna, have some discussion on books like Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam, and engage oneself in deep worship. So Srila Prabhupada says that naturally there is some affection for family members, especially by children, etc. But that can be utilized to make the home very happy by the process of Krishna consciousness. He says, one in full Krishna consciousness can make his home happy by doing four things. Chanting this Hare Krishna mantra. Accepting remnants of foodstuffs offered to Krishna. Because in a home, naturally, there is some arrangement for uh, you know, cooking, eating together in the family. So, uh, before eating any foodstuff, offer the remnants, uh, offer the foodstuff to Krishna and accept the remnants as possible. Have some discussion on books like Bhagavad Gita always the whole because of natural affection there will be some discussion some topics so instead of only discussing topics which are related to the body or the home or the family also have some discussion on books like Bhagavad Gita and Srimad these topics must be included and engage oneself in deity worship Especially if Srila Prabhupada says, Diti words are recommended to the Vyasas. Why? Because in the home, there is a need for a center for all the family members to have a center, a central point of interest. Generally, people think the family itself is a central point of interest. 
us. We belong to a particular family, our family. But instead, a person in Krishna consciousness makes Krishna the center of the home of the family. Krishna replaces that center, whatever else may be the center of other non devotee families. For a devotee in family, Krishna is the center. And how does Krishna become the center, especially in a concrete way? By having deity of Krishna. Of course, Prabhupada says you can't have a deity, you have a picture of the deity of Krishna. Have a picture of Krishna. So, in any case, a picture or a deity of Krishna becomes the center of the family. Then there has to be some activity, then only it is the center. What is that activity? Most important activity connected with the deity or the picture of the deity. Is worship of the deity, worship of Krishna. So this deity worship has to be done, has to be performed by every householder, compulsory. And if somebody is very rich, Prabhupada says, don't engage paid pujaris to worship the deity. Don't engage paid pujaris for householder. Very, very important. Why? Because to properly uh, engage in deity worship is an integral part of making the home very happy in Krishna consciousness. You want to make the home uh, happy in Krishna consciousness. Then these four activities are absolutely essential for households in the family. This is absolutely essential. Chanting Krishna, worship the deity, uh, offer some foodstuffs and accept the prasad and have some discussion on topics from the world. Because in a home situation, in a family situation, there is some topic of discussion always. Has to be there. There no need is, I mean, family members are staying together. Because unlike the uh, Western conception that they stay in a family needs, they stay in one's common place. Then they share some room or some uh, food or some uh, facilities. Uh, no, that is not. Uh, Stay together as family. Stay together as family means something common is there. So that common topic of discussion should be from Bhagavad Gita Bhagavatam for the sake of making the home happy in Krishna consciousness. So sharing the food, offering Krishna and share prasadam, those share only food, share prasadam. That creates a nice bonding in Krishna consciousness. Discussing topics about Bhagavad Gita Bhagavatam creates a bonding through a spiritual discussion instead of ordinary discussion. Then, um, um, doing deity worship. Now, in deity worship, in the traditional Vedic uh, culture, 
All the members of the family participate in daily worship directly or indirectly. That is daily worship in the Vedic uh, culture. You will see in homes where um, uh, elderly people they stay together, husband and wife. The wife will always assist the husband in the daily worship. In so many ways. And it is a family where still the children are also uh, together with the parents and the children are trained up in this Vedic culture. The children also assist in the daily worship. Children also assist in the daily worship. So, in that way, there is participation of all the family members in Krishna consciousness or naturally the whole will become very happy in such a famine without any separating labor. There will be natural uh, Krishna conscious bonding between the family members. Krishna conscious bonding. Then Prabhupada goes on to say that uh, he repeats the four things. The family members can sit down morning and evening and chant together Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Hare If one can hold his family life in this way to develop Krishna consciousness following these four principles, then there is no need to change from family life to renounce life. Anyway, Kaliyuga, Sanyas is forbidden. Kalo Pancha Ashwamedham, Kavanam, Sanyasam, Palapaitrikam, Devarena, Sudodpati, Kalo Pancha so, sannyasa is forbidden to So, in which context should we understand sannyasa is forbidden or not required? Prabhupada is telling, if one can make the home Krishna conscious, if we can mold his family life in this way to develop Krishna consciousness following these four principles, then family life should not be abandoned. Sorry, family. There's no need to change from family life to renouncement. But that's not a reality for some people like this. That they can easily make the family Krishna conscious in spite of uh, trying in this way, Prabhupada suggested. But if it is not congenial, not favorable for spiritual advancement, then family life should be abandoned. Here, one has to carefully understand this. Abandoning family life is as per the scriptural direction that Panchashodham at the age of 50, five one should retire from family life. means one should retire from family life. That means one should wind up all family responsibilities. To completely dedicate oneself for Krishna consciousness only and That is the conception of Vanaprastha and Sanyas. Vanaprastha is preparation stage for taking Sanyas. 
one plus time cell, it means uh, handing over the family responsibilities to the uh, grown up sons or others. You uh, can take responsibility, anybody else. And actually, relinquish uh, uh, one's responsibilities to completely engage only in this is the idea. Family life should be a time. Now, if somebody is following these four principles and nicely all the family members are engaged in Krishna consciousness, then Prabhupada says there is no need to change from family life to non self. That means the purpose of this Varaprasan Sanyas is already taken care even in the Grasdashrama, which is Krishna consciousness. So when Shastra says Kalika Sanyas is forbidden, it doesn't mean that the purpose of Sanyas is defeated by not making Sanyas. No, the purpose of Sanyas is Krishna consciousness. That's all. No other purpose. So Krishna consciousness is taken care of in other ways in Kaliyuga than by just accepting Sanyas. So therefore, in several places it explained why did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Simply for the sake of preaching. Even now, why did Iskwam be accept sannyas among us? Why did he accept sannyas? Why did Prabhupada accept sannyas? Why did Pakistan Sanjay Nagarajan accept sannyas? Simply for the sake of preaching. So, the real purpose of sannyas as recommended in the scriptures is for the sake of Krishna consciousness. And one has to uh, understand this purpose and thereby uh, try to make the family Krishna conscious. And if it is not possible, family life is not congenial for Krishna consciousness, then one has to abandon the family life means one has to relinquish one's responsibilities and try to completely focus on Krishna consciousness, especially after retiring from uh, family. So even in uh, uh, organizations, they have a retirement age, 58, 60 or 50, or whatever, whatever may be the retirement age. That retirement means, at least in our culture, retiring means uh, relinquishing responsibility for maintaining the family, for earning money, for earning livelihood, and taking Krishna consciousness yeah, completely. Because the last part of one's life should be for seriously preparing for quitting the body. Seriously preparing to become Krishna conscious, to quit the body from Krishna consciousness. So, for that purpose, uh, one has to actually uh, abandon a family life if it is unfavorable at the age of retirement, at the stage of retirement. But if it is favorable to Krishna consciousness, there is no need, there is no need to give up family life. That means, stay at home, rehe thako, bane thako, sada mani kudu lena. Bhakti no thako is nicely 
explain this very point. No need to abandon family like means. Even in court, you chant Hare Krishna and follow all the principles of Krishna consciousness, and especially when the family members are cooperating, or at least they are not objecting or they are not giving any hurts, then there is no need to give up family. Because nowadays, Prabhupada says the vana is no longer the forest it used to be in the Vedic times. Vedic times, forest was a place which is specifically in the mode of goodness. But nowadays, forests also have either disappeared or they are no longer in the mode of goodness. They are also so much uh, passion and ignorance. It's polluted and so many other ways. So there is no need to go to the forest. There is no uh, congenial atmosphere in the forest anymore. Under the Prabhupada says, if at all one goes to the forest, one goes to the forest, Shrindava, not anyone, Shrindava. That means go to a holy place where you can nicely cultivate Krishna consciousness. So either staying at home, Bhagavad says, or one goes to the forest or any holy place, the business is to chant Hare Krishna always. Or to be Krishna conscious. That is the purpose. So the purpose has to be understood. So that is nicely explained. By detachment is meant, don't forget the purpose of Krishna consciousness in your life, either as a householder or as a retired person. Even as a Brahmacharya, whatever, whatever thing you are Varna Ashrama, some Siddhir Hari to please the Supreme Lord by acting in Krishna consciousness is the purpose of uh, accepting any position in Varna Ashrama. That's the real goal. So, uh, here again, the uh, point being made by Prabhupada in his work for his body relationships are so transient that even though one is affectionate towards someone in a body relationship, a slight provocation terminates this intimacy. So we should understand that uh, body relationships cannot be permanently had. This cannot be having any serious value because it is based on a false understanding of the self. It is based on the bodily conception, deha bodhi. And this deha is actually uh, non existent. Asat. Asat means it is uh, not having any proper um, existence, no permanent existence. So it is constantly changing. So changing body means based on some present understanding of the condition of the body, of the value of the body, or kind of bodily connection, somebody establishes a relationship. When the body changes, the whole relationship changes. The whole relationship changes, the situations change, circumstances change. So accordingly, the whole relationship will be altered, if not remain the same. So therefore, do not put too much faith in such a body relationship. And to the extent that it is favorable to Krishna consciousness, one may utilize the body relationship for 
helping the other family members develop consciousness. That is very uh, good utilization of that natural family affection. Because out of affection, if the parents towards the children, uh, they have some affection, or the children have some affection for the parent, the parents say to the child, please chant Hare Krishna. Or affection the child may chant without even understanding what's its value or why it's important or whether it likes or dislikes. Or affection the child may chant. And that is permanent benefit for the child. Later on, whether the child will continue to chant or not, at least now, out of some affection, out of some uh, bonding with the parents, the child starts chanting Hare Krishna. It's very good. Same thing applies to the wife. Or the husband, nowadays. So, if the husband and wife have some natural affection for each other, even one of them is Krishna conscious, the other can easily become Krishna conscious. Simply, out of affection, they start chanting, or they come to the temple, or they follow some Krishna conscious principles, because the other partner or the spouse is born. So, this way, the natural affection in family life can be utilized in Krishna consciousness. Therefore, it is said, don't completely abandon when it is said that body relationships are polluted, body uh, conceptions polluted, or body relationships transient. It doesn't mean that one has to completely give up family relationships. No. Neither is it possible, practically, to simply abandon the family and go to some forest and practice Krishna consciousness. It's not favorable either. That is not favorable either. On the whole, in Kali Yuga, there are so many uh, unfavorable circumstances. Kali Dosha Kali Yuga is full of faults. So don't try to find some fault or try to find some, uh, some favorable situation. No. Rather, you should be intelligent enough to utilize every situation favorably in Krishna consciousness. And it is not possible to utilize some situation in Krishna consciousness. Be detached from the situation. Try to develop detachment. Try to be uh, uh, try to be detached. That is very very important because sometimes we cannot alter some situation. Sometimes we cannot uh, bring about a change in the circumstances. Um, four circumstances, they are forced apart. So, under such situations and circumstances, we have to be detached. Ultimately, detachment is what is going to work, especially with this body. Till you quit the body, you have to be detached from the body when it is unfavorable to Krishna consciousness. Because you cannot leave the body and say that I will execute Krishna consciousness outside this body because this body is no longer favorable. So the only way is detachment. And detachment is not very easy, it doesn't come so easily in the beginning at least. They go what does Krishna say? Right in the beginning in the second chapter, he says, Matras Parashastra Kamte Yajito Kusapatukada Avanam Apayinam Anityatam Pichasvabhata. Therefore, tolerance. Before you develop detachment, or detachment takes some time to develop, even after you start practicing Krishna consciousness. 
If there is unfavorable situation, circumstance, or any unfavorable bodily condition, you have to learn to tolerate it. So, karmika, These are the ornaments of the sadhu. Sadhu, Ushanam, Kapila describes. Titikshama. First thing he says is Titikshama, tolerance. I will just start with the best example of tolerance. He tolerated every situation, every circumstance, and never gave up chanting Hare Krishna. So, similarly, we also we should not keep on complaining that this is not okay, that's not okay, this is not fair, that's not fair. To the extent we can make some adjustments without much difficulty, we can do that. That, that is not wrong. But you cannot perfectly adjust everything that everything will be perfectly Never possible. Never possible. In this material world, it is impossible to make perfect adjustment. Not possible. So therefore, Pitiksha is a requirement. Absolutely. In devotional life, at least, this is tolerance. And tolerance leads to detachment. You will never after you develop detachment, there is no need for tolerating something. You are completely unaffected. Even in the presence of some unfavorable situation, you are unaffected because of detachment. So detachment is a, is a, is a pressure. Vairagya is a pressure for the purpose. And you should strive for this Vairagya by practicing tolerance. Thank <laughs> you.